Good evening, everybody. This is Andy Alford, the host of All Andy Alford. And you're listening to All Andy Alford tonight right here on the plethora platforms. Whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, Stitcher, and so many more. However you're listening to me, wherever you're listening to me, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. As this is a special Falcon Friday edition of the program, as we do this show live on Facebook Live. So this show is unedited, uncensored, and full of information. And you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford. And find me on Facebook at AndyElford. So for now, let's start the show. The NFL is back! And what an opening night. Defense stood strong. A new defense line for the Green Bay Packers. And this now leads us in to Sunday, opening night for the NFL. What will this entail for the Lions? What will this entail for the Browns? High expectations for the Browns this upcoming season. It all gets answered starting on Sunday with games for both the Lions and the Browns. We now head into week two. Of the college football season. And the Battle of Ohio. Battle of Ohio? What do you mean the Battle of Ohio? Cincinnati versus Ohio State. Over Hill, over Dale. Jim Harbaugh will be facing the Army tomorrow at Big Blue. But the big test for Bowling Green starts tomorrow. In Manhattan, Kansas. Against Kansas State. We'll talk about that tonight on the program. The Indians continue their woes. And Detroit takes one game but loses 2-3 or to Kansas City. And the first shots have been fired. You'll hear my, my take. And the NHL prospects begin tonight. We're on live on Facebook Live tonight. A Falcon Friday edition starts now on All Andy Alfred. All Andy Alfred. And a shot at a goal. 24 runs in the span of really shut out. Dumbino hit to a home run. Go! Jack. That's way back. Put some extra relish on my hot dog. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Two, two, it's time for All Andy Alfred. And with that, I say, oh, I love you guys. And welcome in to another edition of All Andy Alford right here on your exclusive home for me, the Anchor Network. And is that with the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, whether it be on Spotify, whether it be with Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, however, wherever and whenever you listen to this podcast, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into the program tonight. You can always be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred. It is at AllAndyAlfred, as well as on Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlfred. And with it being a Falcon Friday, Friday edition of the program, we are on Facebook Live tonight. Yes. Every Friday during the college football season, we will be live right here on the face on our Facebook page on Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlford, where you can 
comment on the show, talk about talk about what we're talking about right here. A big slate going into this weekend, and I'm so glad to be a part. I'm so glad you could be a part of it for your portion of your weekend right here on the All Andy Alford Network. I had a lot to get into tonight. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit about the NHL Prospects Tournament that's going to be starting this weekend, starting up in Traverse City. The defending champion Columbus Blue Jackets will be playing. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit. Also, we'll t- continue to talk about the woes of the of the Cleveland Indians, the Indians struggling as of late. Uh Splitting the series against the White Sox, we'll dive into that, as well as the road to 120 for the Detroit Tigers. We'll talk about that as well, and so much more. But like I said, we are on Facebook Live every Friday. If you want to listen to the podcast, and you haven't, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, then what are you doing? Hit the subscribe button. We do podcasts every Tuesday and Friday right here on the Anchor Network. So, welcome in. Of course, got to get right into this first and foremost. And last night at Soldier Field, uh, the kickoff was fantastic. To see the 85 Bears running out onto the field to get the crowd pumped up. A sellout crowd at Soldier Field for this game. And it was a defensive struggle. Both teams could not get anything going. Rodgers with the only touchdown in this game. Panero getting his first ever field goal as an NFL player. I I, I say this. I say this pretty, pretty simply. If this is what the NFL is to go forward with def- defense first, then it's going to be a long year for quarterbacks. It really will be. And But how good the defense and how we were all questioning Green Bay when they let go McCarthy to bring this kid in. And Aaron Rodgers being very, very strong, a very strong quarterback. I figured that, you know, they would have a little bit of jitters here and there. And I thought that the Bears would capitalize on that. Drabisky looked good in the start. But in the end, he, he when he gets the ball, and I'm going to say this, and I see that a couple of people are commenting on here on the Facebook Live show. Uh, Nick DeVera says, let's go, go White Sox. Yeah, we'll talk about the White Sox here in a second. And he says, every game at Soldier Field is sold out. I, I, I can imagine that. I believe that for a fact. But here's the thing. Trubisky, when he gets the football for the longest period of time, when he sits in the pocket too long, I think he overthinks, in my opinion. Because every time that he is in the pocket long enough and he looks for the wide receiver downfield, when it's more than ten, more than 5 to 8 seconds, then he doesn't have the football. He overthinks. He throws it down the field, and it's either what we saw at the end of the game with the interception in the end zone, whether it be when, when he's got a ton of time in the pocket. He overthinks. But those quick passes, and they showed the stat on uh, on the broadcast last night. When he gets the ball and in between three to five seconds, his passer percentage is 87%. After the five seconds, it drops 20% by every second. 
So by the time he has the football in that 10 to 15 second time period to try to throw it to throw it down the field, he's not getting anything because he's overthinking the play. And I, I I just don't like it. I really I really don't like it. And that's what cost the Bears yesterday. That really did. And the opportunity they had the opportunity to win that football game yesterday. And like I said, Trubisky overthinking it. And throwing it and having it intercepted with a minute twenty, with a with two minutes to go, in the game. I I I just I just don't understand that. I really really don't understand that. But Trubisky, solid quarterback. He'll take his lumps for this game. He'll absolutely take this lumps for this game. And the fact that that the Trubisky, you know he. The defense was there. Chicago's defense is for real, folks. That tells you how good this division is, except for how bad the Lions are. The Lions are absolutely atrocious. I have them winning at least four games this year. Four games this year because of that bad. I don't think they'll win the division. I think they'll finish in last place. And if you haven't listened to the NFL preview show yet, then what are you waiting for? I'm not going to repeat myself because we've already started the season. But at the division, if the if for me, if you haven't listened to it and you're watching this on the first time on Facebook Live, I have Chicago winning the division, Green Bay in second, Minnesota third, and the Lions in last place in the NFC North. And the Lions' schedule is just absolutely favoring their opponents. Absolutely favoring their opponents. If you look at it. They start on Sunday against Arizona. And we'll get to the full slate of games here in just a second. I see that Chris is commenting in with a, a TOL. How you doing, Chris? The grumpy old man. Um, the fact that... The fact that the Lions... I mean, this is going to be a long season for us Lions fans. I'm going to say it right now. It's a long, long, long season for Lions fans. Like I said, they open this upcoming Sunday in Arizona. That That's going to be a win. They're favored by two points, which is a sneaky, sneaky pick. Sneaky, sneaky pick. Then they're home to play the Chargers. That's a loss. Go to Philadelphia. That's a loss. Home to play the Chiefs, that's a loss. At Green Bay, that's a loss. There's one win out of five chances. Oh, excuse me, out of six chances. Unbelievable. Get to week seven. At home against Minnesota. Loss. Versus the Giants at home, that's a win. I think the Giants are not that great of a team, and they've got problems with Eli Manning at the at the helm. On the road to play the Raiders, that's a win. Oakland. So there's three wins right there. But then you're at Chicago. That's a loss. At home against Dallas. That's a definite loss. At Washington. That is a win. There's four wins. At At, excuse me, 
Minnesota, that's a loss. I look like Adam Sandler, Chris. So my son says from this angle, with you upside down, you look like Adam Sandler. I love these comments coming in here. Uh, they're at home against Tampa Bay. That's a win. Um, at Denver, that's a win. And then they finish the season against Green Bay. That's a loss. Four, four, five wins. It's not going to cut it for Lions fans. It really isn't going to cut it for Lions fans. What, what, what am I going to, what am I going to say? I mean, Patricia is already on the hot seat when it comes to that. But the AFC, the excuse me, the NFC North primetime game last night on the docket, and you know, for me th- to see this game go off was fantastic. But like I said, the defense really stood out for both Green Bay and Chicago in this game. So Green Bay won ten to three. Rodgers was eighteen for thirty for two hundred and three yards, one TD. No interceptions in the game. For Mitchell Trubisky, he was 26 for 45, 228. No interceptions, one TD, no one, no touchdowns, one interception in the game. Um, Aaron Jones, 13 carries, 90 yard, uh, 39 yards, no TDs in the game for Green Bay. Jimmy Graham, the one catch for him was the proven touchdown and the go-ahead winner for Green Bay, he was three. He had three catches for 30 yards. Devontae Adams, four catches, 36 yards. He was the leading passer for uh, receiver for the Packers. Mike Davis was the leading rusher for the Bears. He had five carries for 19 yards in the game. Uh, Allen Robinson, seven catches, 102 yards in the game, no TDs in the game. Tarek Cohen, eight catches, 49 yards, no TDs in the game. So you saw that I just broke down the Lions' schedule. The Lions' Four, five wins at the most. So, let's talk about another team that's on the lake of Lake Erie. And I want to talk about the Browns. This is a team that's going to be interesting. It really will be. As the new head coach, Freddie Kitchens, takes the helm and takes the charge on opening day at First Energy Stadium against Tennessee this upcoming Sunday. It'll be interesting to see how they perform. It will be. So they will start at home against Tennessee. That is a win. They then go to New York to battle the Jets on Monday night football. That's a win. The big test for them is week three. If they are for real, if they are for real, and they beat the L.A. Rams, which I don't think that's going to happen. If they go 3-0 to start the season, A shock at Baltimore that I think will be a loss at San Francisco that's a win Garoppolo is ready to go but I don't think he's going to be ready for the Mayfield train at Seattle that's a win and then they have the bye week in week seven which leads to week eight in Foxborough 425 kickoff for that one Mayfield versus Brady I think it's going to be a good one. And then they go to Denver. That's a win. At home against Buffalo. I think that's a loss. I think Buffalo. Now, 
If you haven't listened to the NFL preview show, I will say this again. Go listen to it. It is a good podcast. It was one of the best podcasts and one of the highest rated podcasts. And I'll get to that just here in a second. About podcasts. They play the Bills. Buffalo is for real, folks. Yes, I said that right. Buffalo is for real. Circle the wagons. The Bills are for real. I think they'll beat the Browns in Week 10. At home against the Steelers, I think that's a win for the Browns. At home against the Dolphins in Week 12, that's a win. At Pittsburgh, this will be the first time I'll say this. Cleveland will sweep the series against Pittsburgh, and that's a hot take. That is a very hot take. At home against the Bengals, that's a win. On the road in Arizona to play the Cardinals, that's a win. At home against the Ravens, that is a win. And then they finish the season against the... They'll win the AFC North. I think they will win the AFC North. Chris is commenting, and he says, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. will spread his cancer and kill the clown seasons. Titans will win on Sunday. Um... Uh, that is their downfall, I think, in my opinion, is the all the prima donnas with Javaris Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., the whole team, the and Baker Mayfield. Those three guys are three egos that either need to will gel perfectly together, or one's going to get into another, and they're going to argue and they're going to yell, and that's going to cost them games. Remember, Kareem Hunt is out for eight games. So you're going to have to have Nick Chubb step up to the plate. And I say it every year. I've said it the last two years since Nick Chubb came into the league. Nick Chubb is for real. And this guy is a fantastic running back. And to give him the heave-ho and push him aside when Kareem Hunt gets his eight games, it's a damn joke. Absolute damn joke. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So here it is, folks. For entertainment purposes only. The week one selections for the NFL, for yours truly. I know we were going to do this later, but I said, you know what? Let's do it now. I know you fans on the Facebook Live show are enjoying this, so... Here we go. For week one of the NFL season, week one is never easy. So here it goes. All right. So Philadelphia is at home against the Washington Football Club. I will take the Eagles in that one. Buffalo will be in the Meadowlands at MetLife Stadium to take on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'll take the Bills to beat the Jets. Minnesota's at home. They'll take on the Atlanta Falcons. I will take Minnesota, the Purple People Eaters, to get the win on that one. Uh, Andy the Geek, he said, the the Greek. I like that. I like that a lot. Baltimore is in Miami to take on the Dolphins. I'll take the Ravens. Kansas City and Jacksonville. This game is becoming a sneaky good game when it comes to the point spread situation. I got to go with Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. But here's the thing. I don't have faith in Kansas City this year. And the reason why is twofold. One, the the paperwork and the, the video is all out on Patrick Mahomes and his style. And Andy Reid is absolutely fantastic. But here's another thing. Patrick Mahomes is the cover of Madden. 
plain and simple. You get the cover of Madden, your season gets tanked. But I will take Kansas City in this game over Jacksonville. Another sneaky good game is the Rams taking on the Panthers. I'll take the Rams in that one. I think Jared Goff looks pretty good. Um, And Cam Newton is not a running quarterback anymore. I will take the Rams. Seattle's at home to take on the Bungles. I'll take the Seahawks. The Chargers at home against Indianapolis. I will take the Chargers in that one. San Francisco and Tampa Bay, the toss-up for who gets the first-round pick. I will take San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo in the game. Uh, The G-Men head down into Big D to take on Dallas. Now, the question is, how many uh, touches will Ezekiel Elliott have in this game? I'm going to say about 15 to 20. And I think that Dallas will get the win over the Giants. And there's a lot of problems with the Giants right now. With Eli Manning, with Saquon Barkley. I don't think they are ready for this game. And I think Dallas will be ready. And Dak will be ready for this game. I will have the Cowboys to beat the Giants. What sets up Sunday Night Football, a great matchup. The New England Patriots raising the sixth banner at Gillette Stadium. Taking on... Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers. No Antonio Brown. Juju Smith-Schuster has to step up to the plate more. This, I think, is Ben's last year, in my opinion. Uh, I said that last year. I think this is his last year. I really, really do. It's Tom Brady. It's Bill Belichick. Circle of the wagons. Put the Patriots to win that one. The June Monday night game sees New Orleans taking on Houston. I think Drew Brees will get the win on that one, and they will beat the Texans in that one. Denver is in Oakland at Blatt. The Raiders, John Gruden, Antonio Brown will play in this game. He will not miss week one. That's according to Adam Schefter from the Mothership. It's not going to matter as much because Denver's still going to beat Oakland in the game. I'm taking Denver in the game, which sets up. The local games. And we'll start first with First Energy Stadium. 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans come into First Energy Stadium to battle Baker Mayfield. Odell Beckham Jr. And Jarvaris Landry. And Nick Chubb. And the Cleveland Browns. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Woo, woo. Take the Browns in this one. Even though the point spread looks like it's going to be a little lower than expected, I think the Browns will get the win. I see Chris just wrote down there for the Bengals. The Bengals look good, but you know, first-year coach, Andy Dalton, I think he's headed towards the end of his career, which sets up the battle in the desert. Kyler Murray, his first game as an NFL, first professional game, first regular season game with the Cardinals as the quarterback. He's got Larry Fitzgerald. The Lions are favored by two in this game. Stafford has not looked good. He only played one preseason game. The defense scares me. The offensive line, Danny Amendola is your top wide receiver. 
I'll take the Lions. I said it on there. I will take the Lions in the game. Chris just posed up a good stat right here. In the last five years, first-time head coaches. Is this in their first game, Chris? By the way, last five years, first-time head coaches are 13-8. and eight. And that goes to also from last night with the new head coach from the uh, the Packers, who's now 1-0 with them. But, yes, I think the Lions will get the win. Yeah, yeah first first game. Yep, he said it, yes. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to see how the Lions do. And um, and we're, as we're here on Facebook Live, I see that Debbie wrote down EDO to respond to Chris's TOL. We'll get to the Rockets here in just a second. Uh, they're on the bye, by the way. But we'll get to all the college football here in just a second. But like I said, your thoughts, how do you? How many wins do you have the Lions getting and how many wins do you have the Browns having this season. I say I think they'll win the division. I'll say 11 wins for the Browns and for the Lions, four wins for the Bron- for the Lions this upcoming year. As you're listening to all Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so much for tuning into the program, as well as on Facebook Live tonight on our Falcon Friday edition of the program. And speaking of that, let's get into the college spectrum. Big games coming up this weekend. Of course, LSU in Texas is the big one on prime time. Sixth ranked LSU versus ninth ranked Texas. But forget for you know besides all that, we, we the appetizers are absolutely fantastic. And it starts tonight. Boise State 24th ranked will take on Marshall. I will take the Broncos of Boise State to win tonight. Uh, 12th ranked Texas A&M travels into Clemson to battle the Tigers. This is a sneaky game. Texas A&M is... They're okay. They are an okay team. But I think Clemson is better. Clemson will take it by, I think, closer than what the experts think. Number two ranked Alabama, the Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. And they will continue to roll Tide over New Mexico State. They will get the win and beat them easily. Third ranked Georgia will battle Murray State, who Toledo will play next week. Georgia easily over Murray State. 22nd ranked Washington State will battle Northern Colorado. I'll take Washington State. Old Crimson will get the win on that one. Uh... It will be South Dakota battling fourth-ranked uh, Oklahoma. I have Oklahoma easily getting that one. Uh, US, UCF will battle FAU. UCF 18th ranked in the country. I will take UCF in the game. Auburn versus Tulane. Auburn 10th ranked in the country. Going into tomorrow's play, I will take the Auburn Tigers. Good game after the Oregon game. And Auburn played fantastic in that game until, you know, Oregon decided to show up, and then they had to play at the end of the game, throw up basically a pass with like 20-some seconds left to go in the game. Florida will battle UT Martin. I think Florida will get the win on that one. 16th ranked Oregon will battle Nevada. I think after seeing how good Nevada was last week and that kicker kicking the game winner, beating Purdue, and everybody beats Purdue once in a while. How good that Mountain West Conference is. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ducks 
get eaten up by the Wolf Pack. I will take Nevada in that game over Oregon this upcoming week. Washington will take on Cal. I will take Washington in that game. 23rd ranked Stanford will battle USC, but Stanford's leading quarterback is ruled out in this game. I will take the Trojans to get the win over, over the Cardinals in that one. So let's get into the Big Ten schedule. And this is all the local teams, of course, that we're talking about. Western Michigan will battle 19th-ranked Michigan State. The Broncos coming in off of the good win last week. I will take, though, Michigan State. Michigan State coming off the win against Tulsa in at home. Got to take, take go green and go white. Iowa will be starting their Big Ten season as they will take on Rutgers in, in, in Big Ten play. Iowa 20th ranked in the country. I will take the Hawkeyes in that one. 21st ranked Syracuse heads into Maryland to bail the Terps. Dino Babers, the former Bowling Green head coach, will have his orange ready to go for this for this Big Ten ACC matchup. Um, I'm going to take uh, Syracuse in that one. And uh, good luck tonight. St. Francis versus Southview tonight. I think it's going to be a good matchup right there. So go Knights, Chris says. Go Knights. And I, I believe so too. Even though I'm wearing the orange for Southview today, I think the St. Francis will do pretty well on that one. But getting back to the Big Ten schedule, Vandy will take on Purdue. I think Purdue will bounce back after the loss against Nevada and get the win on that one. Wisconsin will battle 17th ranked in the country, will battle Central Michigan out of the Big out of the MAC. I think Wisconsin will get the win on that one. 25th ranked Nebraska will battle Colorado in Colorado. I think the Bison of Colorado will get the win over over 25th ranked Nebraska. That's an upset right there. UConn will host Illinois. I have Lovey Smith's team, Lovey Dovey, getting the win over UConn. Eastern Illinois will battle Indiana. Indiana with the win on that one. Fresno State will battle Minnesota at um, at 10 o'clock. I have Fresno State in that game. So it gets down to the – oh, and Buffalo will travel into Penn State to take on the Nittany Lions. 15th ranked in the country are the Nittany Lions. I will take Penn State in that game. So it sets up the two big games that we haven't talked about here in the Big Ten. And we will start with the two noon games, the big ones, going on. We'll start with the game that's going to be on ABC. At high noon, the Battle of Ohio between the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Ohio State University. Ohio State fifth ranked in the country. I want to see more out of the defense, maybe a little bit more of a stronger output from them. I also love to see the chance that you know Fields can go a little bit deeper in the long ball. I will take Ohio State in this game, but I think it'll be closer than what the experts think. Cincinnati, a very, very good team, gave UCF a good run last year. A lot of their kids are coming back from that season, but the Battle of Ohio will go to the Ohio State Buckeyes in that game. And it sets up the game at noon on Fox. The Army coming in to Big Blue to take on Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan 7th ranked in the country. Over Hill, over Dale, the ball will get run up and down the field for the Army because they don't really have a good pass play situation. You're going to see more running on this. I think Harbaugh will just 
tear into the army on Armed Forces Supporting Weekend. I'll take Big Blue, and they'll be going 2-0. and Both Ohio State and Michigan to be 2-0 and to start the season. What's to be expected? It's a cupcake. They're playing cupcake teams. And the Army is a good team. Don't get me wrong. The Army is a good team. But we'll see. Let's get into some Mid-American Conference play, of course. Ohio is at Pitt. That's a 12 o'clock kickoff. I will take the Pitt Panthers in that one. UAB travels into Akron to take on the Zips after Akron's pathetic performance against Illinois. When they only put up they put up 56 on them and they can only get 3 points. I will take UAB in that game. Keyshaw State Division II opponent will battle Kent State. I think this is a good win for Kent State after the loss to them, lost to Arizona State the week before. I will take Kent State in that one. Fordham will battle Ball State. I will take Ball State in that game, of course. Tennessee, uh, Tennessee Tech will go into Miami of Ohio of Oxford. I think Miami of Ohio will get the win on that one. But here's another one. Eastern Michigan, the Emus, will head into Kentucky. Now, Kentucky just beat Toledo. In a in a SEC MAC game, they are going to play Kentucky. Uh, play the MAC is going to be playing Kentucky again this week. Same output. I think Kentucky is a better team. I will take Kentucky, which sets up tomorrow, one o'clock on Fox Sports Networks. Whether it be on Fox Sports Ohio, Fox Sports Detroit, Fox Sports Time Ohio, the three networks will cover. Bowling Green, as they head into Manhattan, Kansas, and the Kansas State Wildcats. Now, in this game, Chris Kyleman, he's 1-0 this year as a coach. He This is his seventh year as a head coach in the college game. He is 73-13. and uh, The leading stats getter for Kansas State on the rushing side is James Gilbert. He averages 18 touches for 115 yards. He's got one TD for this season. Uh, Skylar Thompson, he has, he has completed 16 passes of 22 attempts for 212 yards. His passer rating is a 72.7%, so 73% passer rating. He only has one touchdown and one interception in the game. Um, it'll be interesting to see how BG will handle the defense, especially that crowd. The whole week, Bowling Green has been practicing the loud noises, the loud the sound, and everything like that. By two things. One, practicing the field house with massive speakers, blaring sound, crowd noise. The other one, which is what was surprising on Wednesday, is that they put a gator tractor and they loaded it up with about six or seven, six or seven um, high speakers that travel, that make a ton of sound, a ton of sound. And they were just blaring the music and blaring the crowd noise as the offense goes down the field to to give them the perfect simulation of what is going to happen at Bill Schneider Stadium this upcoming weekend. They estimated 50,000 people for this weekend's game. Can't Andrew Clare continue his run, running spectrum? He had 14 carries for 86 yards this year. He's averaging a 6.1 yard a carry. 
Can the defense continue to allow only 70 yards? I doubt it. Can Darius Wade step up to the plate? He's he was twenty. He's so far this season. He is twenty-two for thirty-two for two hundred and fifty-three yards. His passing percentage is a sixty-nine percent. He has three TDs this season alone. Kickoff scheduled at one o'clock Eastern on, like I said, Fox Sports Net. To be a BG fan, I have to. I would be rooting for Bowling Green, but in all reality. The point spread is 24.5 points in this game in favor of Kansas State. I would take Kansas State, unfortunately, in this game. This is the first loss for Scott Leffler. It's going to be a tough loss, but let's get – it gives us plenty of experience. This gets us ready for next week against Louisiana Tech at homecoming. It will be fantastic to see this team do well going down the road. And this gives us plenty of experience – and remember, if you listen to the podcast on Tuesday, he's got a lot of freshmen that are experiencing their first ever road game. And to do it at Kansas State says a lot about this program. It says a lot about this program. But you are listening to All Andy Offer tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast and tonight, as well as on Facebook Live as well. Got the golf balls ready. I'm going to head out to the links tonight. Maybe, oh, just to the driving range probably. Maybe. And and play a little bit tomorrow before the fourth ball game comes on the television. But uh, speaking of which, let's continue to talk about teams and sports that play on grass, not just football, but baseball. And the woes continue for the Indians. The Indians split the series against the Go-Go White Sox, Nick's Go-Go White Sox, as they split the series two games apiece. On Tuesday, the Indians lose to the White Sox 6-5. to Marshall, the winning goes to 4-2 and with a 3.15 ERA. Carlos Carrasco, the loss, he goes to 4-7 and with a 5.51 ERA. Jimenez gets two home runs in the game, his 23rd and 24th of the season. James McCann is 16th of the season for the White Sox. Frankie Lindor homering for the Indians, his 27th of the season. Perez, his 22nd of the season. Cologne the save, his 26th of the season. Then we get to Wednesday's game. The Indians getting a lot better. They win 8-6. Shane Bieber, the believer himself, goes on the mound, gets a gem of a ball game, and he goes... He gets the win. He goes to 13 and 7 with the 3.24 ERA. Daniel Nova, the loss. He goes to 9 and 12 with the 4.69 ERA. Jose Abreu, his homering, continue his 29th of the season. Tim Anderson, his 15th of the season for the Pale Hose. Reyes homering for the Tribe, his 34th of the season. A uh, Wingarden, the save, his fourth of the year. And then we get to yesterday. The Indians having an opportunity to win this game, win a game, and win a series before a huge series going forward. The Indians having a big series coming up against Minnesota. So getting a win against a, 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 a White Sox team that is towards the bottom was key. But the Pale Hose pound the Indians by a score of 7-1. to one. Lopez, the winner, goes to 9-12 and 12 with a 5.17 ERA. Plesek, the loss, he goes to 7-6 and six with a 3.98 ERA. 
as the Indians lose 7-1. to Castillo homering for the White Sox, his ninth of the season. No home runs hit for the Indians. So like I said, the Indians split the series against the Pale Hose. Now we get into this weekend. The next two weekends for the Tribe are going to be very, very, very difficult. Because they are playing Minnesota, who is in front of them in the division. We'll get to the division here and the wildcard standings in just a second. But the Indians opening up a three-game series at Target Field against the Minnesota Twins. Tonight on the Hill, it will be Plunko on the Hill for Cleveland. He is 6-4 with a 4.53 ERA. It will be Pineda on the Hill for Minnesota. 8-10 start time. He is 11-5 with a 4-11 ERA, 8-10 for that one. On Saturday, a 7-10 start time. It will be Ardozzi starting for the Twins. He is 14-6 with a 3.61 ERA. It will be Cervelli on the hill for the Tribe. He is 3-3 with a 1.94 ERA, 7-10 start time for that one. The concluding game on Sunday sees Mike Clevenger on the hill. He is 10-2 with a 2.71 ERA. On, and uh, the Twins have not yet named a starter for Sunday's matchup. After that, the Indians will hit the ro- continue the road, go to the West Coast, and play Mike Trout and the Los Angeles Angels. Both teams have yet not named the starters for that game. So the Indians, a big game, big series. Can they make up ground in the American League Central? What's your thoughts on that right now here on the Facebook Live show? Can the Indians... Do you think the Indians can make the AL Central and win the AL Central division? Or do you feel that they are more now leaning towards the wildcard race? Your thoughts right here on All Andy Alford tonight. Of course, we'll talk about another team that's struggling. And it's pathetic. And that is the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers... They just give me a headache. I stopped watching the games. Because it's poor base running. Poor time, poor hitting. They half swing it. Half swing. Their pitching is atrocious. And I blame nothing but Al Avila, Dave Dombrowski, for making this team so horrible. The road to 120 continues. They did win a game. They did win a game this past weekend. As they battled Kansas City in Kansas City, the Royals getting a 6-5 win on Tuesday. Kennedy, the win, he goes to 2-2 with a 3.58 ERA. Ringer, the loss, he goes to 0-1 with a 9.15 ERA. Soler continuing to kill the Detroit Tigers. He had so many home runs on the last homestand. As they play Kansas City, he had three out of the four home games against Kansas City. He had three home runs of those of the four games. His 39th of the season, O'Haran the homering for Kansas City, his 11th of the season. We get to Wednesday and a continuing continuation. The Royals continuing to win against the 
against the pathetic Tigers. Edwin Jackson on the bump for them, and he gets the loss. He's now 3-9 and nine with a 9.16 ERA as Kansas City beats the, the Detroit Tigers 5-4. Jonas the win. He goes to 9-12 and 12 with a 4.94 ERA. Kennedy hits 26 saves of the season. And again, Solaire hitting the cover off the ball. His 40th home run of the season against the Tigers. Unbelievable. But there is some joy in Tiger Town. The Tigers did win on Thursday afternoon. Josh Boyd, some of the bright spots of him, of the rotation for the Tigers. He is 8-10 with a 4.57 ERA. He got the win as the Tigers cruise win 6-4. Sparkman, the loss, he goes to 3-11 with a 5.97 ERA. Jimenez, the save, his fifth of the season. Uh, Dixon homering his 15th of the season. Dalwal Lugo, the former Toledo Mudhen, his fourth of the season. And Jordy Mercer, his eighth of the season. So now, Cle Detroit heads into the West Coast to battle the Oakland Athletics. Steve Pepperocki's Oakland Athletics, by the way. Doubleheader tonight. Starts at nine at 8 o'clock. It's actually a suspended game that took place in Detroit. They're going to pick it up from the seventh inning. The A's are up 5-3 to three in the game. But game two sees Jacob Turnbull on the hill. He is 3-14 with a 4.45 ERA. <sighs> Not going to win that one. Homer Bailey will pitch for, for Oakland. He is 12-8 with a 4.96 ERA for that one. Saturday sees Jordan Zimmerman on the hill. 1-9 with a 6.03 ERA. Bassett will start for for Oakland, he's 9-5 with a 3.67 ERA. The chance for the Tigers to win a game in this whole four-game series will be Sunday. Daniel Norris on the hill, 3-11 with a 4.76 ERA. Manera will get his first professional start with the Oakland Athletics. He has no record and no ERA. So we'll see what happens with that. A 3-10 start time for that one. So going into tonight's play, this is what the standings look like in Major League Baseball. We'll start first and foremost with the American League Central. The Twins 87 and 53 in first place. The Tribe 81 and 66 and a half games out of first place. These three excuse me, these three games against Minnesota are key to get back into the swing of things. Chicago eliminated for the playoffs they're 62 and 78. Kansas City with their two wins are now 51 and 90. Detroit in dead last at 41 and 97. They are now three losses away from the 100 mark in losses. Three losses away. The road to 120 continuing. The American League East looks a little bit different. The Yankees are in first place and holding strong with a record of 92 and 49. Tampa Bay. In second place, nine and a half games out of first place at 83 and 59. Boston, I don't think, are going to make the playoffs this year. They're 83 and 59, nine, uh, uh, excuse me, 75 and 65, 16 and a half games out of first place. Uh, Toronto, 55 and 86, 37 games out of first place. And the Baltimore Orioles are 46 and 94, 45 and a half games out of first place. The American League West. Houston running away right now with a record of 91 and 50 in first place. Oakland nine games out of first place at 81 and 58. Texas 69 and 73, 22 and a half out. The Angels 65 and 76, 26 games out of first place. And Seattle is 58 and 83 in first place 
in last place in the American League West. Looking at the senior circuit, this is what it looks like, and we'll start with the National League East. Atlanta in first place at 87 and 54 and holding strong in first place. Washington at 78 and 61. Eight games out of first place. Philadelphia with their win couple wins against the uh, against the Reds are 72 and 67, 14 games out of first place. The Metropolitans of New York are 71 and 67, 15 games out of first place, and the Miami Marlins are 15 and 89, 36 games out of first place. In the National League, the Senior Circuit West, the Dodgers running away with it. They're going to probably win the division first outright. They're 18 games up in the division as they are now 92 and 50 in first place. The car, the excuse me, the Arizona Diamondbacks are 73 and 67, 18 games out of first place. San Francisco 67 and 73, 24 games out of first place. The Padres 64 and 75, 26 and a half games out of first place. Colorado 59 and 82, 32 and a half games out of first place. And we get to now the National League Central. Still. Wide open between three teams, between St. Louis, Chicago, and and Milwaukee. Excuse me, St. Louis holding strong right now at 79 and 61 in first place. The Cubs two and a half games out of first place at 76 and 63. The Brew Crew 71 and 68, seven and a half games out of first place. The Reds, they're not going to make it. I was dead wrong on decide, saying that the Reds were going to make it. 66 and 75, 13 and a half games out of first place. I don't think they're going to make it. Pittsburgh, 61 and 79, 18 games out of first place. They're five games uh, from being eliminated. So, looking at the wild card standings, this is key. Okay? So, if the playoffs started today, the Yankees would get the number one overall seed, Houston would be the number two, Minnesota would be three. The wild card looks like this. Tampa Bay at 83 and 59 are holding strong in the first wild card position, only a half game up. Oakland 81 and 58. So these games against Detroit are very, very key. So if I was an Indians fan, I'd be rooting for the Tigers. I say that. I said that. Because the Indians are on the outside looking in in the playoff picture. They're 81 and 60, one game out of a wild card berth. The Boston Red Sox are 75 and 65, six and a half games out of a wild card berth. Texas 69 and 73, 13 and a half out. I don't think they're going to make it. The Angels are 65 and 76, 17 games out of a wild card spot. And the White Sox are 62 and 78, 19 and a half games. Out of a wild card spot. So those are the only teams that are still mathematically still in it. In the senior circuit right now, it would be the Dodgers being the number one overall seed. Atlanta, the number two. And St. Louis, the three. The wild card would be this. Washington holding strong two games up in the wild card spot at 78 and 61. The Cubbies holding strong at 76 and 63. Arizona on their heels, three and a half games out of a wild card spot at 73 and 67. Philadelphia, 72 and 67, four games out. Milwaukee, 71 and 68, five games out. The Metropolitans of New York, 71 and 68, five games out as well. And San Francisco, nine and a half games out of a wild card spot at 67 and 73. But I doubt that they're going to make it. So that's the wild card race and the MLB standings. So. 
Again, I ask this question to you. Do you think, here on Facebook Live, do you think the Indians make it to the postseason? Will they win? If they do, will it be a wild card playing game? Will it be a wild card berth? Or will it be an American League Central championship? I ask you right here on Facebook Live as you're listening to All Andy Alford tonight right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you so, so much for tuning into the program tonight as well as on Facebook Live. So let's dive a little bit more into the sports spectrum, of course, and let's talk a little bit NHL. So let's dive into the NHL prospects. And like I said before, the big tournament happening up in Traverse City, the Chicago Blackhawks, the defending Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, Minnesota Wild, the Detroit Red Wings, the Columbus Blue Jackets, all playing in this prospects tournament that's happening up in Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, The Jackets, the defending champions from this. Uh, we're going to keep tabs on it on our Twitter account. You'll find us on Twitter at AllAndyElford with the updates. Um, we're going to see Elvis finally in the building, making stops behind the uh, in the crease, and he is the potential prospect that could jump, uh, that could be the backup to Jonas Corposalo going into this upcoming season for the Jackets. Of course, the big news out of the NHL, of course, Today is Jumbo Joe Thornton signing a deal, a three-year extension with the San Jose Sharks. Big deal for that. Um, so looking forward to seeing how he's going to perform. I wonder if they're going to still give him this, might give him the C. But we'll see what happens with that. So um, you know, like I said, you're listening to All Andy Alford and watching All Andy Alford right here, either on the Anchor Network or on Facebook Live. So it's time for Andy Rants, of course. And we do our show every every Tuesday and Friday. And remember, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, then what are you doing? Hit the subscribe button. We do podcasts every Tuesday and Friday. So, Andy Rants tonight. Pompous, arrogant, and condescending, as apparently some people believe. That is what one podcast said about this show talking about a certain show here in the city of Toledo that is considered the number one podcast in the city I'm not going to say its name not going to give its credit I really am not to to me this show has been absolutely fantastic I love doing radio I love doing a simulcast here on Facebook Live. I love doing talking about what is on my mind when it comes to sports. I'm passionate about it. Very, very passionate about it. And for these three gentlemen just to just dig in and tear me down. This is a mom and pop kind of show. Okay? It's just you, me, the notebook. Sometimes the computer, sometimes this camera, the webcam that works. To tear us down was an absolute joke. And I'm going to say this too, that our ratings aren't that great. Well, let me give you some stats. Let me give you some paperwork right here. 
okay? Here is the paperwork right here. Well, I got this from Anchor Network itself. And you want to hear this. We are the fastest growing podcast in the Northwest Ohio area, according to Anchor. We are the number two podcast outside of this other podcast that, you know, it's not sports related. We are the number two podcast on the Anchor Network, whether in the Northwest Ohio area. Okay? Let me tell you. You want to come after me, you want to come after my character, bring it on. I am dead serious. You want to challenge this podcast, you want to challenge this person that runs this show. And by the way, to cover just a niche market, sure, I love talking about hockey. To talk about it every single time. To have your show named after it. Something. And you're hiding behind the cloud. The big network. The number one for podcast network. You're hiding behind that. Do what I do. I work nine to five. I bust my ass for this show to give you the content, to give you the opportunity to hear my voice, to hear what I have to say, and to be teared down by that. It's just, I mean, I don't get emotional. There's a few times I have gotten emotional on this program because I'm passionate about a certain subject. Whether it be how bad that the Tigers are, how bad the Indians are sometimes, how bad the Jackets are, how bad the Mud Hens are absolutely atrocious because of the Tiger organization, how bad these guys play sometimes. The fact that you want to tear down a mom and pop podcast because you feel threatened. Unbelievable. Our subscriptions have gone up since the Facebook edition to this podcast. The subscriptions have gone up. And I give credit to the Anchor Network for doing this. I give it to the, all the producers in the back that listen to this podcast, edit it, and send it to, to Anchor, and to send it nationwide and countrywide and worldwide. I give them credit for doing this. So to tear me down is tearing us down. So, so think about what you say before you say it. That's plain and simple. I'm just saying, just keep it simple. Do your show. I love listening to your guys' program. You guys have great content, great interviews. Just don't tear me down. I ask you, don't tear us down. I am just a man in front of a microphone with a headset on. 
telling you how I feel about sports. How I feel what's happening in the world. And I just don't, I just don't want it. I just don't want to. I don't want to see this podcast go down. We have been on the air. This show, all Andy Alford, has been on the air for eleven damn years. We are the peace shooters, and and to have some compliments from Anchor, it's fantastic. To have the the best, to have a top, to a growing podcast, to have a Facebook page that's absolutely blowing up. Like every morning, I'm going on my Facebook page and I'm seeing that you guys are liking this page. And you're liking the stuff. I love it. And how much you are viewing it. It's fantastic. To have you tear us down, it just would hurt. It, it just hurts. It absolutely hurts. So, again, pick and choose. What you say? Sorry, I had to say that on my on my show tonight on on this Falcon Friday. We're supposed to be uplifting. It's up supposed to be up key, you know. To have to do that. If you were in the Northwest Ohio area, of course, the 59th annual Greek American Festival happening in downtown Toledo started off this afternoon. Uh, It's eight dollars to get in. Got some hot cheese, euros, ouzo. It is the traditionally the last festival of the season, so get down there and enjoy it. Um, but tonight, that is going to wrap it up for all Andy Alford. We will be back here on the Anchor Network on Tuesday to recap the big game for Bowling Green against Kent, Kansas State. We will also break down the first week of the NFL and we'll recap the what happened in the NHL Prospect Tournament. Follow the Prospect Tournament on our Twitter account, which is at AllAndyAlfred, is at AllAndyAlfred. So, again, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast this evening as well as on here on Facebook Live. We'll be back, like I said, again on, again on Tuesday for another edition of All Andy Alfred. But until then, this is Andy Alfred saying, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And to the teams you root for at home. And to my teams. Go Jackets! Come on, Tigers. Let's not have that race to 120 losses. Go Tribe! Let's get these wins. Go Falcons. Victory is sweetest. When you have tasted defeat, have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday for another edition of All Andy Alford. Love you. Talk to you guys then. Follow Andy on Twitter. It is at All Andy Alford. It is at All Andy Alford. And on Facebook.com slash All Andy Alford. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network. Powered by Anchor.